This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 675 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com, delivering the whole world of equestrian shopping right to your door. Greetings, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 163. Pam Goodrich joins Dressage Radio Show co-host Reese and Philip for a very useful chat about helping you and your horse become more willing and confident partners. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. Glenda Geek here, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. And actually, this week, it's a lot of products. <laughs> yes. I just wanted all of our customers and listeners to know that here at Equestrian Collections, we have a section on our website called the Outlet Store. That's a place where we put items that are they're up to 30 to 40% off, some of them all the way up to 70% off. And the way this works is if there, if we have a vendor who has an item that, say, is sold out in a certain style or color, and so we won't be able to get any more of those, but we have some in stock and we need to go ahead and move them out to make room for new things, we put them on our outlet store and we d- reduce the price. So that's where you can get things that you can't all- always get anywhere else. We also, if we have returns that maybe have a little scuff on them or something like that that we don't want to resell as new, we can put them in the outlet store, cut the price, and you can get a great deal on that. To get to that, you can go to our homepage, click on Sales and Clearance, and then there's a little tab there that says Outlet Store. One thing to remember, these things are returnable. You, they're, they're, they're returnable, but only for store credit. So if you buy from the outlet store, you can return it, but what you will get is a store credit, and then we, you can use that store credit to buy other things on our site. So it's really a great place to go and find things that um, at such great prices, all top of the line, all regular vendor stuff just maybe has been here or is sold out or something like that. So come visit our outlet store and see what you can find. Over 35 pages of stuff, everybody, <laughs> right now on the outlet store. That's a lot of items at equestriancollections.com. And now on with today's tip. Pam, thanks so much for coming on the show. What's your trainer tip for this week? Well, I like to address making horses willing partners, specifically spooky horses so they don't spook so much, hot horses that get calmer, or lazy horses so that they are a little bit more forward and responsive to the age, which is a common problem with trainers, amateurs, with all people. And I think that having a lot of experience with all these horses, I have some pretty good tips on how to get people to address these issues rather than react to these issues, which is the biggest problem. If you have a spooky horse, the issue is the problem is not that they spook, should never be punished. However, they should have the confidence of the rider. I always say people, I'm brave enough for both of us, so let's go. And if the rider reacts in a nervous or don't spook kind of way, it reaffirms 
that the issue is a problem to the horse. An example would be, your child is afraid of lightning. If you reaffirm that by being afraid yourself, you are confirming that it is afraid. If you, especially with children and horses, because their attention span is small, if you reassure the horse in a comforting way and redirect their thought process, for instance, let's go play a game, let's do this instead. Consequently, if they're afraid of something in the corner, if you give them another job, let's do right shoulder in, you're going right by the corner, it takes their mind off of what they're afraid of, they're moving they're not looking at it, which doesn't make sure that they don't affirm that that's actually something that's really scary. And you're blocking that inside where they want to run to. And you're giving them a job, confirming that let's do this job. Not, and again, not punishing the horse, but being firm and follow me. It's really okay. You know, I really have a lot of confidence in that, you know, if you do what I say, everything will be all right. And I've had very good success with this, with horses that are very afraid, and gets to the point where I, when I close my aids, I go, phew, somebody's in charge, nobody's afraid, I can now rely on this person to get me by what I'm afraid of. It's like taking a kid's hand, crossing traffic, giving them confidence in a positive way and firm. I mean, I, you can be quite firm, but if you're firm in saying, do this, rather than don't do that, horses are quite responsive. When you're firm and don't do that, it reaffirms that maybe that's something I should be, like, afraid of or worried about. And it, it, horses that are a little spooky usually are always a little spooky. I mean, that's just the way I are. And actually, I like bright horses that are aware of their surroundings. That means they're responsive. That's the good news. The bad news is you have to direct that energy in a positive way and have them rely on the rider to give them confidence that it really is not, you know, nothing to worry about. If you, there are a few horses, like the thoroughbred types, if they see it, realize it, it's no big deal, they're good. You know, okay, I've seen it, it's okay. You say, it's okay, off we go, it's not a big deal, they go on. Sam, I have a specific a specific example. Sure. I mean, um, I I have a bunch of horses, and the biggest problem, and I and I see it a lot as well, is uh, a little bit in the show situation where you're coming down the center line and you got to ride right at that judge's booth towards C. Yep. You know what I mean? What are some some helpful tips, maybe for training at home, and also for dealing with a situation um at a show you know where you have a little bit of a hot horse that doesn't want to go up, up to see what's the best way to deal with that okay prime example i've had several horses that were like that what i do at home is i ride them normal and i go someplace else like i ride them in the field or i ride them in the indoor i take them into the outdoor arena and i just go down that center line just as fast and strong as I am with all the confidence in the world. And no matter what they, I never stop because the trouble is you halt that X and you're reconfirming yeah, the fact that, yeah, oh God, I better stop yeah. there. It's a real God, I better stop, it's really worried. And I just go charging down that center line with all the confidence in the world. And if they are worried or spooky, you know, I just do like I do any other time. You know, if they, you know most horses either duck left or right, they have their issues. I go in shoulder in, 
I go around until they're confident. And I, I do it a lot. And I take them other places. I had a yeah. horse this winter that was that way. And I'd warm them up. I'd take them over to my friends and trot them around. And i just charge down that center line. Now, I tell you, I don't have brakes on that center line. It's like, okay, because he's learned that when I go down that center line, take a hold of that bit and go. And it's learned behavior. And I've given him a lot of confidence because I do it a lot. I don't mean a lot as in every day, but I've acclimated. I spent a lot of time warming him up someplace and then just going down that center line, you know, medium trot, good forward canter. And if they're worried doing what I do any other time, shoulder in one way or the other, and keep doing it down that center line until they're confident. And eventually, it's like everything else. When they, you know, when I close my age and I take a hold of the bit, the horse goes, they learn if you're confident that when you do that, they go, phew, it's okay. Somebody's holding my hand down this center line. You know what I mean? Somebody's taking me by charge and holding my hand down this center line and I'll go. And I do that a lot before I go into the arena because you got to hold it up. And it just reconfirms the fact that, oh, maybe there's something scary up there and I better stop. Yeah, what are some suggestions that you give to, let's say, some amateur ladies or juniors that are, you know, get tense when their horse spooks? I think we've all yep. seen that a lot, and we've even seen our friends. How do you help them sort of get over that with a spooky horse? Uh, well, yeah, that's the big problem. It's the confidence thing. What I tell people is, if you're, if a man asks me to dance that I don't know, and he takes me tentatively in hand and tries to lead me in the dance. We're all over each other. If someone firmly, I don't mean abusively, but firmly takes me in and says, follow me. You know what I mean? Follow me. I am much more confident that that's going to happen. And the problem is as soon as people get tense and unsure or tentative, they immediately translate that to the horse. And it's mind over matter. I can be very tense and worried, but I don't let the horse know that. I mean, I don't tell the horse that. I can be, I actually get firmer. Like, I don't mean firm in a bad way, but I get, I tell the horse, even though I'm worried about them wheeling and spinning and doing something stupid, I don't let the horse know that. I tell them, I have all the confidence in the world that I can handle whatever you do. And I do it in increments, especially with horses and riders that are timid. You make each step incrementally. In other words, you try to face things that are mildly intimidating that you know you can handle. And then you get confidence that you can handle that. Then you handle something a little bit more daunting. You know, you do it in increments. And it's like children. You don't, like, throw them to the wolves and say, okay, just survive out there in the thunderstorm. You take them by the hand, give them reassurance. Then as they build more confidence, you increase the degree of intimidation, you know, worrisome situations. A lot of people are really not prepared. They don't realize that how daunting a show or tractors or waterers or, you know, water trucks can be to horses. You know, and they go from their backyard by themselves thinking, oh, yeah, things are good. And the horse goes, oh, my God, like taking a child that's lived in a, you know, small environment and you throw them into New York City. 
it's terrifying. So you need to do it, you know, in little increments. You know, take them to a quiet place away from home and take them to a little busier place. Then a schooling show that's very backyard and user-friendly. So it's a positive experience so that when you go to a big, you know, daunting experience, you feel confident that you can handle Also, tools. The more educated the horse is, the more tools you have to deal with what they do. And they should know a little bit of leg yield, a little bit of shoulder. I don't mean competitive, but they understand the aids so that when you put the aids on, the horse knows what that means so that you can rely on the tools of your training to override their automatic flight response or whatever their response is. So that's a big factor is that, you know, the sky training is so important. And I don't mean that they go around and look pretty. I mean useful tools so that when things happen, you have tools like turning and leg yielding and shoulder in to give the horse aids that can deal with what they are doing so that you know you can handle when it's a scary situation, you know, that you can handle it, like go, stop, turn, move away from my leg. Just the basic education of the horse. But I do it incrementally, especially with timid horses and riders. You know, I don't like... No, no, I I think that's great advice. I think that's what everybody needs to remember is that it takes time, and and it does take time. And and starting at schooling shows or starting at a friend's barn and working up, you know, helps not only the rider's confidence, but helps the horse's confidence. So that's a great point. And once you lose it, it's hard to get it back. You know, the rider's worried, the horse is worried, you know, and then it's hard to get that confidence back. So you want to make sure that each situation, you know, it's like if you pick your battles, don't pick a battle you're going to lose, you know. Make sure that even if it's a little bit tough on the outside of it or, the you know, at the end of it, it's a positive experience. I mean, I do it in my daily training. I always end on a good note. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I think that's that's fabulous. Well, Pam, thank you so much for coming on the Dressage Radio Show, and I hope you'll come back another time. Ah, It's been great. Anytime. Pleasure. Well, there you go. If you enjoyed Reese, Philip, and Pam's chat, and who wouldn't, you can tune into the Dressage Radio Show every week at dressageradio.com. You can also visit them on Facebook. Just look for Dressage Radio Show. You can also find lots more tips about becoming a better rider at horsetipdaily.com. Just go to the Tropics Topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast was brought to you by equestriancollections.com. Just like Horse Tip Daily brings the whole universe of equestrian knowledge to you, Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.